Hello and welcome to On the Record, the podcast of the Cuyahoga County Common Police Court. I'm your host, Darren Toms, and we hope you enjoy our discussions about the court and the legal system. Today we're talking to Brad Schleer, training specialist with our adult probation department. Brad, hello. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us. Hello, Darren, and thank you for having me. So, Brad, tell us about your department and what is the mission of Adult Probation Department? So let me start by saying the Cuyahoga County Adult Probation Department is the largest adult probation department within the state of Ohio. We currently have approximately 150 probation officers and 50 support staff. On an annual basis, our department supervises over 7,000 offenders. We collect over $3 million in restitution for victims of crime. We also collect over 100,000 urinalysis tests in our internal laboratory. Our department assists the Court of Common Pleas by providing pretrial services as well as supervision services. In our pretrial division, we focus on court-supervised release, diversion, intervention in lieu of conviction, and early intervention cases. This division also includes investigation officers that complete pre-sentence investigation reports for the court. As far as our supervision services, we have several different specialized units and dockets. For instance, we have low-risk, moderate-risk, high-risk, and extremely high-risk supervision. We also have domestic violence unit, a mental health and developmental disabilities unit, a sex offender unit, a non-support unit, and an electronic monitoring unit. In terms of specialized dockets, our department also has probation officers in drug court, recovery court, mental health court, and a veterans court. Darren, our mission is to provide community correction services by assisting the Court of Common Pleas in the protection of the community and the administration of justice. Our goal is to reduce recidivism rates, which is the possibility that someone may obtain a new conviction while on community supervision. Furthermore, we reduce these recidivism rates by implementing evidence-based practices. Now, we've heard the term evidence-based practices before, but for folks who may not be involved in the legal system, it might not be familiar. So what does uh, EBP mean? EBP can simply be explained as evidence-based practices, and we reference this by what we call the R&R principles, risk, need, and responsivity. We assess risk to determine the probability that a client will recidivate or, like we said before, reoffend while they're on supervision. In order to accurately assess this risk, we use the state-validated Ohio Risk Assessment System. By using this system, this tells us who to focus on for services and programs that we use. Once we know who to focus on, then we decide what to focus on, and this is the need principle. This concentrates on identifying needs such as substance abuse issues, antisocial thinking, antisocial peers, education, employment, finance, and recreation. We also want to identify survival needs like mental health, developmental disabilities, housing issues or physical health issues, and even language and history of trauma. This leads us to the last principle, which is responsivity. This principle determines how we will work with our clients to change this behavior. The responsivity issues are things that can pose barriers to an individual's ability to be successful while on probation. Our job in the probation department is to identify these barriers and assist the clients to work around them to help them obtain and maintain success. Simply put, evidence-based practices identifies who to focus our programming and services on, it tells us what factors to address with the clients, and how to successfully change the behavior at hand. 
So with this court and many others, evidence-based practices uh, has not been around as long as, say, the legal system itself. So how far back does it go, and how has your department been implementing it? Back in 2008, we began to introduce and implement evidence-based practices into our court and the probation department. By 2010, we began a physical transition of our department to reflect these practices and principles that we just discussed. Uh, We organized our supervision caseloads based on risk levels. For example, we now have low risk, moderate risk, and high risk. In addition to that, we arranged our staff so that different risk levels report to different lobbies throughout our department so that they don't intermingle. We did that because research has confirmed that mixing risk levels in lobbies can actually increase recidivism rates. In addition to that, we've updated our case plans to reflect the principles of evidence-based practices. And by that, I mean our case plans are documents that address the client's needs that we identify and list specific goals that we set with them. This document also lists all the court conditions and specific programming that they are required to attend while on probation. Our department records how much programming is provided and successfully completed. We do this by tracking what we call dosage hours. These are the number of programming hours that focus on changing clients' behaviors. As an example, in our department, high-risk supervision caseloads are required to complete 200 dosage hours while on probation. Furthermore, our department has implemented a behavior response program. This focuses on awarding compliant behaviors and addressing all non-compliant behaviors based on a 4-to-1 ratio. Our behavior response program does this by imposing sanctions for non-compliant behaviors while also providing incentives for compliant behaviors. Our department has effectively been implementing evidence-based practices for the past 10 years, and we continue to adapt and update as needed. We now refer to probation as community control sanctions. It seems that uh, probation has really changed over the last 20 years or so. You're absolutely correct. In the past and throughout the country, probation had a very punitive and retribution approach. They solely focused on just monitoring behavior instead of trying to change it like we are now. Now we're taking the evidence-based approach that focuses on assessing the risk, identifying the needs, and working with clients to help change their behavior by implementing EBP. Research has shown that when you take this kind of approach rather than a punitive approach, recidivism rates go down significantly. And overall, that is our goal. We strive to assist clients in changing their behavior so that they don't have to go through the criminal justice system again and can lead positive, law-abiding lives. When a person is told to serve community service, uh, we often think about the people uh, maybe on the highway in the vest picking up garbage or uh, doing some uh, work uh, around the town. What are some of the options and how do they find those programs? The community service is a great agency and we're very fortunate enough to have great working relationship with the court community service. This agency is a nonprofit organization that serves as an administrative arm of all the courts within Cuyahoga County. Our court utilizes this agency and sends referrals sometimes as a condition of supervision or sometimes in lieu of paying their court costs and supervision fees or as a sanction for non-compliant behavior. Once a person is referred to community work service, they work with the agency to schedule the days that they will work. And I have to say, through my personal experience working with them, the agency is very good about this. They work with the person to schedule their days around his or her schedule, whether it be work, school, or child care. They also have placements in the community for people that are restricted to light duty or have a disability. 
And if you want to hear more about uh, community control services, you can go back to our previous podcast with Paul Clodor, who uh, directs that operation. You can find that uh, in your podcast services. Brad Schleter, training specialist with our adult probation department. Thank you so much for talking with us on the record. Thanks for having me, Darren. I appreciate it.